I don't know about you, but uh, since we have started this series, All In, I'm becoming more aware when I'm around people that they say the words All In. I don't know if anybody else is like that or not. You know, whether you're watching sports or um, just having a conversation, uh, All In. And, and uh, during this series, we're looking at what it means to be All In for Jesus, what that looked like uh, in the New Testament, what it looks like for us today. Uh, again, just want to encourage you to come each week. You don't want to miss. One week is building upon another. And just kind of do a little recap. Uh, the first week we talked about prayer and fasting, communication with God, right? That relationship, that two-way relationship that we have with God. And then last week we talked about uh, witness or what it means uh, to testify about the presence of God in our lives and sharing that with others. And we glorify what we testify, right? We glorify what we testify. And then, and then each week we're doing memory verses. We're immersing ourselves in Scripture to memorize Scripture that, that we, we're able to recall it uh, and we're able to share it with others. So uh, just a little recap last uh, for the first week for uh, prayer. Uh, this was our first memory verse. Let's go ahead and lift our voices together as we say this. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I pray that that is a blessing to you because many of us uh, have anxious thoughts or are stressed out or we've got some things going on in our lives. And we can pull back from this verse to say, you know what? God is with me in this. He's going to guard uh, my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Uh, okay, our next uh, verse, well, we did this one last week uh, for the witness and testify. So let's lift our voices to this, Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We're a work in progress. I think sometimes we think that we've got to have all the answers, we've got to know everything, we've got to be proficient right here in this moment, uh, we've got to know God's word inside and out, we've got to have all this down, and, and it, we're a work in progress, we're learning, so we've got to allow ourselves to be a work in progress, and God's going to continue uh, to do this, this good work in each and every one until, each and every one of us until uh, Jesus returns. So the, this morning we're going to look at what it means to serve in a way um, that, that is all in for Jesus, right? It's a different type of ser serving, what it means to be all in for Jesus. Uh, but first, I, I want to share a little, a little joke with you. Anybody like to start with a little joke? It's good to laugh, isn't it? It's good to laugh. I hope uh, uh, a lot of you were able to get out yesterday. It was just a beautiful day, wasn't it? Uh, I know some were out at pumpkin patches and um, maybe sporting events. And uh, maybe some golfers, we got any golfers in the room, maybe some golfers were hitting the, the golf course uh, yesterday as well, trying to get in a few last rounds before dreaded winter comes, right? So I want to share uh, a little joke with you about golfers, and some of you may appreciate this. So Jesus and Moses are golfing. You know, it's got to be good right there, right? We're going to expand our mind this morning. So Jesus and Moses are golfing. And Jesus says, watch this drive. It'll be just like Tiger Woods, and he hits the ball, and it lands in the lake. Moses says, I'll get it, I'll get it, and he goes down to the lake, and he parts the water, and he retrieves the ball. Okay, says Jesus, this time it will be just like Tiger Woods, and he hits the ball, and again, it lands in the lake, and Moses goes down, and he parts the lake, and he retrieves the ball. 
All right, the third time is the charm. The third time is the charm. Jesus says, watch this, just like Tiger Woods. And for the third time, he hits the ball, and it goes where? Right into the lake. And Moses says, this time, you can go get it yourself. You can go get it yourself. As Jesus is down walking on the water, as he does, looking for his ball, a crowd formed around him, as they do, right? You've seen this on TV, how they're gathering around the golfers. And the crowd formed around him. And one guy says, who does he think he is, Jesus Christ? No, Moses says, he thinks he's Tiger Woods. <laughs> little humor this morning, little humor this morning. So all in, what does it mean to, to be all in and serve like Jesus would serve. This, this um, idea of serve comes from many forms, and I want to share with you what uh, Webster tells us. Webster defines it as to be of use, to hold, to hold an office or duty or function, and, and serve on different teams, right, or do something for another to serve them. To be a servant really is how it sums up in Webster's, to be a servant. But the Greek word for serve is deokneo, Deocneo. And that is, um, again, the Greek word for serve, and it means to minister, to minister. So it's got a totally different uh, thought in, in our minds of how we view uh, serving. You see, when we minister, it changes the way we think of serving, doesn't it? It changes the way we think of serving. I want to share a passage with you. It's from Matthew 20. It says, uh, and this is the NIV version, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Again, that was the NIV version. King James Version, hear this, the same passage. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. When we serve, we minister. Totally different way of thinking about when we serve another person. I love this uh, quote from Mother Teresa. We've got it up on the screen. Small things done with great love will change the world. You know, many of us uh, have been recipients of little things that people do for us, and it does. It makes such a big difference. Uh, small things done with, with great love will change the world, and we have the opportunity to give those uh, small things but also receive those small things. Uh, this uh, series, we are spending some time in the book of Philippians and uh, just a few other destinations in the Bible. So, but like I said, focusing a lot of our time uh, in Philippians. So to be a servant is to be humble and to exhibit humility. Paul is reminding the church of Philippi to imitate Christ in their behavior, to be in the world but not to be of it, to live in a world um, that, that many of us experience this. We, we praise titles. We praise authority, wealth, uh, things, material things. But Paul reminds us in the church today to imitate Christ, again, to be in the world but not to be of it, not to lose sight of who Jesus calls us to be in the midst of our professions, uh, in the midst of our families, in the midst of our, our community influence, to have that mindset of Christ. Uh, I want to share uh, Philippians 2, 5 through 11. I'm going to uh, break it up in two different chunks for us this morning. So I want you to hear these words um, from Philippians 2, starting um, at verse 5. In your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, 
even death on a cross. He, he emptied himself of outward glory and became a lowly servant. What does it look like for you to empty yourselves? Some of us are experimenting uh, with this, this uh, fasting where we empty ourselves and we deny ourselves. And, and, and I would suggest that some of us need to empty ourselves as well as negative talk. I think sometimes we are the hardest on ourselves by the things that we say to ourselves. So empty ourselves of negative talk. Empty ourselves of bad habits. Empty ourselves of sin by, by turning away and empty ourselves of, of pride and ego. You see, God doesn't want to leave us empty. He doesn't want to leave us empty. He wants us to fill us, fill us with his love and his mercy and his grace and his compassion. To take on the mindset of Christ. This summer we uh, met for a six-week uh, study on the book of John at a couple of local breweries. and It was called Midweek Refill. And, uh, and one of the things that I've learned is that we have to, to drain things, right, in our lives. Those bad, bad habits that we have. But there are things that are draining to us as well. What are the things that drain your lives? And then we come in points of our week where we need a refill, right? We need a refill. Sometimes it's Monday afternoon, like, oh, my gosh, it's only Monday, right? And I need a refill. So what's your filling station? What's your filling station? You know, we come here on Sunday morning, but then reality hits. Monday comes. What is your filling station? Jesus is the second member of the Trinity, as we know. And he didn't cling to his rights and his divinity. He didn't say, hold up, hold up. I've got equal privileges here. He says, no, he, he came and he humbled himself. Jesus is co-existent, co-eternal, and co-equal with God. And he laid aside his glory. He was veiled in his human form. And he, and he always had those divine attributes with him, but he just didn't use them all of the time. Jesus taught, and he modeled service. He modeled humility. And he equipped and continues to equip his followers to do the things that he did. I want to pick back up in, in verse 9 in the second chapter. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name above every other name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and, and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God has exalted him. You see, we don't worship this, this baby in the manger. You know, we've got Christmas coming. We don't worship the baby in the manger or Jesus on the cross necessarily. We worship the exalted Lord who is seated in the throne room of the universe. Scripture tells us that every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth. So when will you bow? When will you bow? Humility comes in serving one another. Happiness comes from doing, not just hearing about it. Humility is serving one another, and love is best shown in service and ministering to others. Uh, we have uh, had the uh, opportunity for some members of our congregation, of our church family, to share a little bit of uh, their story. Remember Marlon the first week spoke about prayer uh, and how God is working in him uh, through his prayer life, but also praying for others around him. Last week, Tom came and shared a bit of his story and uh, how he is being a witness for Christ in the community. Simple things like being at VOA Park and striking up a conversation uh, with a stranger. And then uh, this morning, we're so grateful that Ashley is uh, sharing a bit of her story and what it means to serve 
what it means to serve, but also to be served. So we are so excited uh, that she uh, was able to, to share a bit of her story. And we're going to take a moment here and just uh, have a watch. Hi, I'm Ashley Osage, and I just love all the ways that Faith Community offers to serve. I've had the opportunity to serve on Tuesday nights where we have Stepping Forward. We offer um, dinner and classes to the community. And the great thing about uh, serving dinner is getting to sit down with the families that come here and eating dinner with them and having a family conversation, getting to know them by name, um, and being able to pray for them by name. Every other month, we have the opportunity to go out to local neighborhoods and do small acts of kindness to share God's love through the Sharing the Love Outreach. Last December, with my boys Ben and Andrew, we went to a local community and passed out hams and Christmas stockings for the families. I was told that most of the families will be Hispanic, so I was excited to practice some of my Spanish. And I went to the first door with my ham and knock on the door and this woman answers and I say, hola, and she wasn't Hispanic. But she was very appreciative once I changed to English to uh, receive the ham and um, give her son the stocking that we provided. In addition to serving locally, Faith Community has the opportunity to serve globally. Last year, we went to Guatemala and worked with a local organization that provides hands up to the indigenous community. And one of the things that impacted me the most is when we were looking for shoes for a particular gentleman, the head of this household, and looking for a bag that would have shoes that would fit him. And when I opened the bag, right on top were perfect men's shoes, because we didn't have a lot of them, but we had men's shoes and they fit him perfectly. And he was so appreciative and I was just, I felt God just placed those there at that moment um, and just reminded me what we were there for. As we were playing with the children, um, he left for a little bit and ends up coming back with two bags full from the market of bread for all of us there. There had to have been maybe 13 of us there helping and some soda and he served that to all of us in appreciation for what we were doing for him. And we just knew that that had to have been um, a week's worth of money for him. Um, out of his nothing, he gave everything he had in appreciation. Not only have I had the opportunity to serve this year, but I've also been on the receiving end of some of the serving that comes out of Faith Community. I've had a very difficult year and some overwhelming situations and Faith Communities Group Handy Helpers came out and helped me with my home in ways that I couldn't imagine and I just felt so grateful and I felt God's love, I felt God's love through them, I felt God's love for me telling me everything's going to be okay. And I feel like God revealed to me the impact that we have when we serve. Serving has just been such a wonderful part of my life and I am so grateful for Faith Community for all the opportunities that we do have to serve.
thank you to Ashley for sharing a bit of her story with us this morning. Humility is serving others, but also allowing others to serve you. See, it's easy when we want to do for others, and sometimes we're a little proud to say, oh, no, no, I don't, you know, you don't need to serve me or do anything for me. But humility is also being on that receiving end and allowing God's grace to bless you through another. Luke 14, 11 tells us, for all those who exalt themselves will be humble, humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. We are continuing with our memory verses, and for this week, uh, we are, it's uh, Philippians 2.5 is our memory verse. I'm going to encourage you to take out your phone, and we're going to pull up our app. If you want to go ahead and do that now. And you're going to uh, go to the main screen, where we've got all of these green bars, and you're going to go to Sunday Worship, and where it says Sermon Notes, uh, Key Bible Verses. You want to go ahead and put in the address of Philippians 2.5. And again, this is just a great place to put this memory verse, so as you're going through your week, uh, you can remember this. And we're just downloading God's word into our minds. So again, Philippians 2.5, let's uh, raise our voices together as we say this. Won't you join me? In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Again, you know, we're, gonna, we're encountering people. We're sitting next to people this morning. Uh, many of us are going to go to work tomorrow morning. We've got uh, families. We've got neighbors. We're out in the community. And how, how can we have that, that same mindset as Christ in our relationships? What would Jesus do, right? How can we see someone as Jesus would see them? I want to uh, share a passage with you out of the book of um, John, but I want to set it up for you first. Uh, when they traveled in the ancient days, they traveled by foot. And uh, you can only imagine what their feet must have looked like. And, and they would bathe a lot of times in the morning, um, but by the time dinner time uh, would come around, their feet were pretty dirty walking around in those sandals. And when they gathered for the evening meal, uh, they sat reclined at the table. And so many of us have recliners in our homes. So what do we see when we're reclined? We see the bottoms of our feet, and we see the, the bottoms of the feet of those around us. And so those feet were very visible. And the servants in those homes would often wash the feet of the guests as people entered into the room. I'd like to share a passage with you uh, from the book of John. Again, it's the 13th chapter, verses 1 through 17. And I just want you to hear these words. Uh, hopefully everybody can see behind me as we have an active service uh, going on behind me. Hear these words. It was just before the Passover festival, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus, and Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, and he took off his outer clothing, and he wrapped a towel around his waist, and after that he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, do you not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. And, and Peter said, no, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you will have no part of me. 
Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. And Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that is why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he had put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you, he asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Jesus has passed us his towel. Each and every one of us, he has passed us his towel. Who will he send into your life this week for you to serve? Or perhaps you could be someone that is on the receiving end of this towel. How can you receive this with humbleness and humility, just as Peter did? Friends, this day Jesus hands you his towel. Let us pray. Father, we come before you. And we thank you for this, this image of the towel. And God, the reminder that, that this story doesn't end with this, with this passage, with this illustration, with this narrative, that you hand us your towel. God, to serve in your name. God, I pray for the people that you're going to send in our lives this week, the people that you're going to put in our paths, that we're going to have the opportunity to serve. I pray that, that you would give us laser-sharp vision. God, in this, this supernatural spiritual awareness of where you want to guide us this week and how we can offer ourselves on another's behalf in your name. And God, I pray for those of us, too, that, that might be on that receiving end, that we receive it, we receive it, that we receive your grace and your mercy and your love and your compassion. God, we thank you for what it means to be all in. And I pray that you would just continue to do a good and a mighty work in each and every one of us as we seek to be all in for you through our prayer and through our witness, through our service, through our giving. God, through all of us that we are, all that we are in you. God, we thank you for baptism, of being made new in you that we lay ourselves down and we take on your mindset. God, to do the things that, that you would have us do. God, we glorify you and we praise you and we bow before you in this moment. We humbly bow before you. And we present ourselves before you at the foot of the cross. get up from that cross and we pick up your towel and we go out into the world as your servants. God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your time of being here with us this morning. 
Jesus, we're all in for you. All in for you. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray and all of God's people said, amen.